was good. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. I would say shit that's fresh. fresh. Now we're recording? Yeah. I can see it in the, the selection. Well, no! Well. <laughs> do it. Do it okay. now. Do, do it good. good. Pop that. Oh, sorry. Suck, Suck that pussy just like you mm-hmm. should. No. Wow, that was a way to start this podcast. Welcome! Hope you guys are uh, feeling nice. Oh, God. Um, now I'm all hot and sweaty. Ew. <laughs> Not from the shot. Is it because I have heat in my house? Oh uh, yes, that too. But Woo! also because I was laughing. It's also laughing really gets the, the 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 blood blood flowing, pumping. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, ready? Five, four, three, three two, two, one. Level up, level up, level up, level up, level up. Mm. Oh yes, mm, that flavor. I'm just gonna rotate my my drink uh, coaster. Here. These coasters are very nice. They are very nice. They're very large. They accommodate multiple drinks because, well, you this know, is, these are also from. <laughs> she she handcrafted them mm-hmm. from the tree. Well, no, she. Um... <laughs> <laughs> she was the, she. It was her 80th birthday, and they say 30 because she, she was, was 30 years sober. <laughs> and she, the, yes, they're an heirloom. Um, <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> Pewter. Oh, you you called it uh, clear, clear, transparent pewter. pewter. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's a rarity. It's wait. You, you don't find how it. How do the people on the jewelry channel? You might, did you ever watch the jewelry channel? I love the Home Shopping Network. Yeah, the, the weird like because wasn't that like also Antiques Roadshow? Did you ever watch that too? Sometimes I watched that mm-hmm. one. Uh, but I was as a kid, there were a couple things that I was weirdly obsessed with bugs. Um, I was obsessed with fungi, fungi, however the fuck you say it. I don't know. Fungi. Fungi. Um, and then uh, gems and rocks, like oh, rocks gems. that made I've gems. Gems. Not, I was like, what part of my body looks like I was obsessed with gems? Gems. To go look at the men. Oh, yeah, yeah. The men's disease. Um, no. They do, like, this kind of thing, like. Well, the way, did they talk? Like, I feel like they, like, talk, like, low, like, oh. Well, yes, yes. and a, they, like, spin it like this. And they're, like, if you look at this transparent pewter, it's just gym. lovely in great condition. You see um, the way that this cubic zirconium strikes the light? These are actually, um, it's actually diamond. Uh, the eastern half of Poland. Mm-hmm. That's a very nice area of Poland. And now to our next, and now on to our spooky podcast. There's I'm literally sure. the line is like almost. Straight. I know, so I'm pretty pretty certain that anyone listening in the car, especially like as we're yelling, they're like, "Are they speaking, or is it just like a, a do random it? Space? We tricked you. <laughs> we got you thought, bitch. And then we come out. Welcome to our spooky podcast. You thought. You I thought. Um, what were we even talking about? Oh, uh, we were talking about your ghostly. Oh yeah. Counter. I already what? told it. Didn't I? You said something about a loofah, and then we went on a whole tangent before the podcast about, mm-hmm. about grandmother's pewter well, shot glasses. As then she our, died. As our, as our uh, listener friends know, this is just a conversation. <laughs> the entire between, podcast between is just like you that. And I, so. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I put the loofah on the faucet, you know, like the tub stopper that makes the shower turn on. Mm-hmm. I was put my loofah there. And I put it there, and then I heard I, – I, Grabbed my towel and I was drying my hair. Ooh, I bet you're one of the people like puts a little towel like around your chest and, and then like, one on my and hair. Then one on your head. Yes, obviously. <laughs> Why would I not do that? Because it's hair. You're like walking around, just like, 
That's what I'm going to – I actually don't do that. But I'm going to start I was tomorrow. always jealous of the people who did that now, like a man bald. <laughs> so, or balding. We're not there yet. According to my hairstylist. Well, he, again, but it's a different eye this time. Oh, good. Anyways. Um, yeah, so it, um, I heard a, I was drying my hair and then I heard, <sighs> no. Do you remember the episode of King of the Hill? Did you ever watch King of the Hill? Yes, all the time. Where Peggy's drying her hair and she heard somebody say Jesus is love. No, I don't remember that one. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And so then she <laughs> dries her hair all day to try to hear Jesus is love again. Off. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. I mean, she keeps sweating it. I don't know. That's, that this can is be a cartoon. It <laughs> doesn't um, mean logistics. Anyways, the loofah fell to the shower floor. So maybe it just wasn't on all the way? Nope. Ghost. Okay. And her name is Sandra. Oh, is that your grandmother? Your 80-year-old no. grandmother? Her name is Barbara. Oh. <laughs> Barbara. I, had, I literally had a grandmother named Barbara. Yeah, I know. And I have an aunt named Barbara. You have a bunch of family named Bar- Barbara. They all I comment love on Barbara. All, all, all of our posts. And I'm like, which Barbara is this? <laughs> There's a million Barbaras. <laughs> it's the perfect name. Because, I mean, I think it's you, so you, good. You, you're like, hey, cousin Barb. Hey, Aunt Barb. Hey, I actually Grandma don't Barb. Have a cousin Barb. Okay, I just well. have I, my grandmother's name was Barb, and my aunt's name is Barb. I love that. Also, to reiterate, uh, I almost said reverberate off of what you had just said previously about how this is a conversation. This podcast is literally just a, like a normal, like, everyday this conversation. This is what we talk about. Yes. A normal, everyday conversation with me and Spencer. Just, we have microphones in front of us instead. So And it, we can't use GIFs. Yeah. Because we, we, we use a lot, a lot of GIFs. Of those. Um, but this is this is normal. Because, I mean, when I said off the podcast, no, the story that we were telling. No, you're supposed to say it with, like, an inflection. This, this is, is normal? normal? Yeah. Well, normal for us, but normal, normal for other this people. Is normal. Normal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and one person you can attest to that is Dusty, uh, because he went and recorded with Let's Talk About Gay Stuff back in October for coming out day, and I remember him messaging me afterwards, and he was like, "I loved seeing you and Spencer interact because it was literally the same in person as it is on the podcast." So it's a literal test, a testament, testament. The fan reviews are in. They're in. They're in, girl. So 84 weeks in, and <laughs> the, the reviews and are finally, finally <laughs> some <laughs> valuation, some some recognition that has let us know that uh, what we're doing is completely useless, but it's there. <laughs> so if you're driving anywhere and you want to be listening to uh, idiots, gays. Here you go. Yeah. This is for you. Yeah. This um, one's uh, for you. <laughs> you. Yeah. Um, also, the fact that we started out season two with over five days worth of content. You could literally drive from uh, fucking Maine to Los Angeles and, and back and then back again. Time. Exactly. Let's say that you uh, just randomly wanted to go pick up your friend from Maine, but then drive them back to your house. You could probably listen to all of our spooky podcasts. Season one in just that time frame. Well, now that they're season two, you could probably take them back, too. You could. Well, that's what I'm saying. Take them to Maine and, like, bring them back to. Oh, take them back to Maine again. Yeah. yeah. Well. Drive from your house to Maine to back to L.A. and then back to back Maine. Back to Maine. And then back to L.A. Yeah. And you probably still wouldn't have enough. Have listened to all of our. And podcasts. that's why this uh, episode is going to be four hours. <laughs> just Listen, for fun. Hear me out. Because we need. We, we, We're desperate Sharon, for content. Sharon, I know that you're listening and I know that you're. You're kidding. You're coming in close. You're in Reno right now. Right. You're almost in LA, and yeah. we're gonna get you there. We're gonna get you there. We're gonna take you that last leg of the journey. Am I actually hours. hot in my own fucking house now? I don't 
Twitter. Well, talk about something while I turn it. Okay, uh, I'm gonna talk about uh, our uh, sponsor. <laughs> How about that? Hey, Spencer, let me ask you a question. What? Does 2020 have you feeling spoopy? Yes. <laughs> Are our listeners feeling anxious lately, especially when we start to witch cackle? Well, did you know that your dog can quickly pick up on those feelings? Don't worry. Our sponsor, Baked Bones, is here to help. Their dog bones are made from organic, all-natural, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum hemp oil, and their products are here to provide you peace of mind and relief to your anxious pup. And hey, you can even use code SPOOPY15 SPOOPY15 to get 15% off of your bag of delicious treats or hemp oil tincture today. Check out their Instagram at Baked Bones or the website at BakedBones.com to find some information and reviews on how they've been helping out other dogs too. Need your bones right now? Need them for a gift? That's a good one. We mm-hmm. got Christmas coming up. I Actually, love gifts. this will come out after Christmas. Not Christmas. 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 Uh, you can always pop on down to Man Ready Mercantile in the Houston Heights and South Congress Street in Austin. Uh, Baked Bones is available there, and uh, we love small businesses. Both of them love small businesses. So, big bones. Help them out. Big bones is. Big bones. What? 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 Yeah, exactly. I went to Man Ready Mercantile to get gifts for Christmas because it is. <laughs> The one you could go to five or six stores, or oh, just, just one. one. I feel like <laughs> shut the fuck up. I feel like that is very like Rose Apothecary. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of like ooh, here's like three candles, but only three. It's well, only three. <laughs> I did most of the Christmas shopping this year because um, Thomas told me to. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I'm an amazing and I still gift didn't do giver. it all. <laughs> and I was like, it's toys for children. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Because he has a specific way of buying toys for children. He's like, it, it has to be educational. <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't know kids don't want a fucking educational gift. <laughs> I, uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. So I'm I was like, we'll get him a book. <laughs> a book. And then. Here, read this. Series of Unfortunate Events. They're not old enough for that. Um, wait, when did I read them? I think I read them when I was... Five and seven? I was probably in sixth grade, so I was like 11. I think I was in fifth grade. So I would have been... Yeah, I guess that makes sense. 11. 10? Yeah. Somewhere around there. They were... I mean, it's a chapter book. Mm. Um, In the fifth grade, I was too busy reading uh, <clears throat> The Hardy Boys. Oh, I didn't ever read them. And Nancy Drew. I read her. And what was the other one? Virgin... Not, who am I thinking of? Oh, uh, Harriet the Spy. Yeah, that one. I loved that, and I loved the boxcar children. I don't remember them. That was not a popular book selection for uh, normal children. No. But it was about children that were orphans, and they lived in a rail car. This sounds and they solved extremely mysteries. depressing. <laughs> okay, well, not depressing anymore. They solved mysteries and helped people, but they were poor and orphans. Well, they'd be like, and they went to <gasps> Mrs. Wilson's house, Sorry. and she gave them food. And then they found out that Mrs. Wilson was murdered. She was dead the no, whole they, time. It was never murders. It was like her favorite pet cat was missing. Ugh. Her pin was stolen. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go try to find those books. I'm gonna go read those books again. I'm gonna. <laughs> I, it really only would take like a day, I imagine, to like, read. Oh, I read all five pages. There we go. They were pretty long. I mean, they were probably sixty pages, but the words were big. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> no pictures though. No, no pictures. Look at also, you. Also, in the fifth grade, you know what I loved? What? Roald Dahl. 
I loved Roald Dahl. Who? Roald Dahl. I don't know that. James and the Giant Peach, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-mm. I don't know what you're those. <gasps> Did you ever read the Redwall books? Did you know about them? Uh-uh. It, it was just a thing that was popular. I didn't ever read them. They were about, like, animals. It was kind of um, dystopian because it was all about, like, animals and, like, their, like, fights with each other. And, like, it was kind of a metaphor for, like, other countries all fighting with each other and stuff like that. It's kind of crazy. So it's the children's animal farm? Basically, yes. A children's version of animal farm. Um, yes. Uh, but also, did you ever take AR tests? Oh, yes. So Well, ours were, so it was strange. So when I was in Clear Lake, it was ARP. Mm-hmm. And then when we moved into the city of Houston, it was AR. Okay. Well, that's what ours were, AR and charts. Um, but I bring that up because... <clears throat> I also have a story about AR. Oh, boy. Uh, I bring this up because I we used to hit have to hit a certain amount of AR points to for like our grade. And you know I hated getting bad grades. Um, oh, I had so many fucking AR points. Oh my god, I I didn't I didn't like reading fiction books. I only like oh, reading nonfiction books, and I those were worth like point point five points if you read like a nonfiction book and took a test on it. So I would not get near my point totals. So you know what your bitch would do every year because this was the time that Harry Potter books or Harry Potter movies were coming out like every year. Oh, you fucking cheater! So I would watch the movie and then take the test, and almost every single one I passed. Some of them I only passed like seventy percent because there were only like ten questions, but. I did it. <laughs> so, period, folks. <laughs> One year, oh boy. Uh, I think it was in the sixth grade, I was reading a book and I had, I think it might have been a Harry Potter book, but I didn't, I wasn't, you know how you take the test, you have to type in the title of the book. I couldn't mm. remember what the name of the, like how to spell one of the words in the book. So I had the book on my lap. Well, I was going to take the test. You got accused of cheating. I got accused of cheating. Oh, bitch. How the fuck am I going to read? It's a 120-page book. Yeah. I'm going to do a 10-question test at the same time so <laughs> I remember fucking, the answers. It's a fucking uh, uh, fictional book, so it's not like you have a, a table of contents at the back. It's like, no, hold on, they said like, Hermione's name. <laughs> what, what, did, what were Ron and Hermione afraid of yeah. in, the, in the cafeteria? No, bitch. It's a fucking troll. I got accused of cheating. And oh I was God. like, no, no, no. <laughs> You fucking cunt. No, I'm sure you were like... Uh. Yes, I did. Right. <laughs> Obviously. It's me. What are you talking about? That was me. Anytime that I got in trouble, I would cry immediately. Well, like... I would, the, the librarian came over because we had to take them in the library. Mm. And so she came over and she was like, are you... Is that the book you're trying to do right now? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, you're, you can't do that. You're cheating. Get out of the library. <laughs> and I was like, the fuck? Excuse me, ma'am. Fuck you. And so I went back to my reading class, and she called the teacher. And she was like, uh, the teacher said, did you have the book on your lap? And I said, yeah, I didn't know how to spell the title. And she said, okay, I never got in trouble for it. Yeah. Uh, But that bitch. Sometimes I feel like when we were younger, some people, like, just felt like having more power. You know, Mm -hmm. they felt like giving themselves more power than they actually had. Well, I'm the only fucking kid in the library. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm in the library. Yeah, I'm trying to read. I'm, tr- I'm learning here. <laughs> yeah, let lady. me do things. Exactly. I think those just people that didn't have enough power that wanted to have more power. And they were like, "Ooh, I'll show." And then you. in the eighth grade, I worked as a library assistant with the same woman. And you were like, "Do you remember that time you fucking accused me of cheating in the fifth grade?" No, I, I just every time she would, uh, you know, come into work, I'd spill her coffee. <laughs> oh, it was the cat. The cat over <laughs> oh, there my, spilled it's a it. Ghost. 
Oh my god, we had. I'm pretty certain that the librarian at my fifth and sixth grade um, was Miss Jasper. Her name was Miss Jasper. Um, I'm pretty certain she was Jehovah's Witness or some some weird thing. She always wore like jean dresses that went down below her ankle and had hair that went down to her ankle that she had in a braid that she'd keep wrapped up in a big bun. It's kind of crazy. I think she was like a Jehovah's Witness or something. You know, thinking back, I was like, teachers, I mean, all of my teachers growing up, I, I loved them all dearly, except... Uh, there were a couple that I didn't like. There was a couple I didn't like, too. <clears throat> I can uh, name them. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know, they're upstanding, normal citizens. Oh, my God. And I'm like, absolutely not. And I now- was... <laughs> Fully, I was uh, tricked because they are fucking weird. And they're also, if you look at um, like the the teachers, the people you have as friends that are teachers now, also on top of that, you think they're just like sweet, upstanding, innocent people? No, ma'am. They're out there partying, drinking their margaritas on a a Taco Tuesday, getting fucking. They are doing cocaine in the bar in Blur. Yeah, they were taking cocaine off of keys at Blur. Three a.m. And then going to school the next day. Exactly. And that you had no idea? As a little kid, you were like, I was oh, like, wow, she's Miss really so-and-so. jittery today. Yeah, Miss So-and-so has really red eyes today. I wonder why. They're probably token up in the parking lot. You didn't mm-hmm. even fucking know. All of my friends that are teachers, I'm like, all of you. I've seen all of you wasted on Sundays, and then you go to work the next day and somehow survive. I don't know how to do it. I have no idea. Because I did it as a, a, like did substitute teaching, and there'd be times that I had – I would – get assigned to something and I'd get drunk with my family whenever I was back home and then I would have to cancel <laughs> because I'd be like, ooh, sorry. Whoops. LOL. <laughs> it cannot be here for this, but... Uh, Teachers, we're on to you. We're on to you. We know. We, we know. know. And now we're going to have kids. Well, you're going to have two kids and you're going to be like watching this. <laughs> Listen. Watching like Listen. a hawk, okay? <laughs> I saw you, okay? <laughs> I saw you at Blur. No, JR, I'm... you don't go to Blur. Uh, whenever this is all over, I saw you at JR's singing that song up there. What's the one that they always sing? I don't know what I do, what you do. I'm so in love with you. Oh, yeah, that one, that they one. Always. That was one it Sorry, that one. I've got friends oh, in yeah, that low one. places. Those, the, 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 this, anytime that I go to karaoke, those are the songs that I hear like seven times while I'm there, and I fucking hate it. Yeah, no, I'm only there for the one queen that's like, she pulls up. She's like this, but she does every Sunday. I, yeah, puts her name on the list, and she's like, "Greatest Love of All" by Whitney Houston. Oh, god. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! My favorite is when there's a uh, uh, a a uh, little Twinkie singer, and they pick like Ariana Grande, and I'm like, "This is gonna be awful," and then it's not. And then they end up being good. <laughs> yes, or I love that. The songs that you're like, "Why would you sing this song?" and it like seems obscure, then it ends up not being obscure, and then everyone sings along with it. I'm like, I love that too. That's I miss a lot of karaoke. fun. Me too. Even though I didn't actually enjoy it that much. Anyways, um, do you want to talk about our other sponsor? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Do you want to cling pet without all the hassle? Packing Fido up in the car and driving them all over town is a chore that many of us pet owners rarely enjoy doing. What if instead you could have the groomer come straight to you? With Aussie Pet Mobile of River Oaks, you can! Aussie Pet Mobile has spacious, custom-designed mobile units with all the luxuries of the salon. AC, heat, electricity, and water. No hookups needed. And they never use kennel dryers or harsh chemicals during the grooming process. Their vans ensure that your groomer has the ability to take care of all of your pet's needs, including hair care to paw care and everything in between. They even offer special services such as de-shedding treatments, whitening treatments, hair styling, 
Dead Sea mud baths, dark color enhancing treatments, and facials. Their groomers are trained and certified and will pamper your pets with a personal 100% cage-free one-on-one experience all in the comfort of your driveway or alleyway or the road in front of your house, wherever or you like. wherever you need them, girl. I mean, you want them to drive to the park? They could probably go to the park. They could probably, you probably meet them at the park. Uh, uh, you all, you know, blah, blah, blah. you know what all Aussie Pet Mobile groomers are trained on? Good social distancing practices. Make your appointment and be sure to ask about our contact-free pet grooming service. Aussie Pet Mobile of River Rokes. What? Oh, wait, we're done with the singing thing. Oh, yeah. Mine's just silent. Oh. That was a good whistle tone. Yeah, well, I, I feel like the dogs oh God, across Kennedy. the street could hear it. <laughs> Kitty's like, oh, the last time that shaking. happened, my dog died. Oh my God. Okay, let's talk about that for a second, even though this is not Ruby Podcast. Because those jokes that she made, that Tatiana made on Snatch Game, were not that bad. They weren't. If you knew Ariana, that was at a time where Ariana Grande was just, that was like, um, that was 2016. That, yeah, the spaceship song that she did. NASA? That was this year? No, the other one. Oh. They were like, intergalactic. Bitch, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I'm, we're not big Ariana stands. We're slight. I'm not, I'm not a, like a massive stand, but I'm I love stand. her music. I love Ariana Grande. Yeah. Yes. New album. Eh. It's I'm not getting a stand like I am with Kesha and Gaga. I haven't actually listened to the new album yet. It's very repetitive. It also took me a long time to even, I didn't get into Ariana Grande until after she had released Sweetener. And it wasn't even during Sweetener. It was like, after Sweetener had gotten old. Oh, by no. that point. Sweetener was the best. That, well, that's when I got into her. And so then I like heard all her music and stuff like that. But Sweetener was the best. Thank You Next is a close second. And then the first album. And then now it's just like, oh, wow. You're going to do another slight rap yeah. kind of soft-spoken song. Yeah. I, I don't know. I liked her concert. Well, no, I didn't actually. Let me go ahead and talk about the concert for a second. Uh, because she didn't do much. Like she Gaga, never does much. <clears throat> that's true. Gaga, you see her all over the fucking place doing all the things. Ariana Grande just like skips across the stage. That's what I love about the um, "Rain on Me" MTV uh, video. Uh huh. Because they they were like, oh shit, we got to make Ariana video. Grande. We got to make dance moves that Ariana can do. Just side because Gaga's like, I'm gonna do all this mm-hmm. fucking shit. Gaga <laughs> goes to fucking town. Ariana she jumped Grande's off of the like, fucking roof of the the uh, the. Uh, Astrodome. No. no. NRG City. NRG City. <laughs> uh, I love that we're trying to figure out uh, a sports thing. Ooh, what is that? Short circuit. Uh, it... <laughs> stadium from the 60s. They called it something. I was like, I went through other things like Toyota Center, the Minute Maid Park, uh, Astrodome, which is not in the place that's anymore. across the street from Astro World, yeah, where it was. Where it used to be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. NRG. There you go. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> Silly. LOL. There's even I forgot about BB BBVA uh, Compass Stadium. Everyone forgets about BBV. Actually, it looks really pretty. Have it does look really there? nice. It's actually just on the it's street. It's like right there. Yeah, yeah, it's like right there. But I mean, also I'm also excited for this pandemic. I know it's not really. It is in walking distance, but like not really in walking distance. That you can walk to a bunch of like little like breweries and stuff like that down there. Breweries. 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 Yeah. Yes. Um, it's like I, was I don't know to say what I would do and there. Horrors. Yeah, me neither. I know you want to go to the gay bars, but like. There's options. <laughs> well, there's a bar that's like down the street this way. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Little Danny's Go Fly a Kite. 
But it's like what a, a little, weird name. It's like a little hoopty bar. What, that, what does hoopty mean? Please like janky. Oh. Like a little hole in the wall. So a dive bar. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to go there. Okay. Well, then. I can't. Why not? I don't want to. Oh, well, not now. At some point, we're Later. we're looking we're looking at the idea of you know. I'm gonna turn it into a gay bar. Yeah, my friend today was uh, texting me. and She was like, because she's a, a physician, um, and she was like, "Hey, I got half my <laughs> my COVID vaccine. You want to hang out sometime?" And I was like, "Hmm, this is what the world is gonna be. It's gonna be like a gradual like, hey, I got my vaccine. You want to hang out? Like, yeah, <laughs> this is what this is where we're at. I don't know. Yeah." All these people on the Facebooks that are like, I don't, I don't trust it. And the fact, take the fucking vaccine. Exactly. And the fact that we have to have at least 70% of people in our country or really take it world, before we get herd immunity, herd immunity, or even get to a point that herd immunity can exist. And I'm seeing so many people everywhere. I'm just like, I don't know that I can deal with this. I really, I don't, I just don't know. Yeah. But I'm hoping that that's just people being stupid on, on uh, the social medias for, uh, clout, you know, for the clout, for the clout. Anyways, we've talked about a lot of things. How far are we in? Thirty minutes. <laughs> uh, last time I checked, it was twenty-two. It is now twenty-five. Okay, there we go. Let's go ahead and talk about some spooky things. Let's do it. Okay. Am I going first? It's me. I right. think it's your first. It's yeah. me first. Okay. You ready? You ready? You ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? No. Mm. Um. Can I like procrastinate for another fifteen minutes? No. Oh, okay. Um, so I took a break from medical mystery, medical serial killers, and I'll finish that up. I'm gonna do this. Okay, give me one too. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'll finish that up with the one that I actually wanted to do today for the episode that will come out on the third. Uh, since you know that's, I'll st we'll still end up recording it during the month of December, but it'll be coming out afterwards. But the one I wanted to do today is relevant because this event happened on the twenty sixth, so I wanted to get that out there. <gasps> you mean Boxing Day? Boxing Day. You're right. So I wanted to uh, get this out there because I know I love to scare Spencer whenever I get is the chance to. Is it John Benet Ramsey? No. Um. So I, I thought that happened on Christmas Day. Yeah, that they came over to the house. Uh, the police got there on Christmas Boxing Day. She died in the middle of the night. I thought she died on Christmas Eve going into Christmas. No. Oh. Anyways. It's just how much I listen. Anyways. Yeah, well, you're really off. Garbage. Fuck you. Fuck Cheers you. to my topic and scaring you instead. Woo! Um, yeah. So I felt like scaring you as was a good way to you know really kick off christmas since uh christmas has already happened at this point when this episode so comes ring out in the holidays yeah ring in the holidays um which i do want to talk about our christmas plans at some point because i'd love our listeners to listen to us and understand that we're real people but we'll talk about that later i'm sure it's some tangent that we'll get into because mm -hmm. it's inevitable um yes so i wanted to scare you for christmas because it's relevant and it's within this time frame so do you have any like what any what scares you Natural disasters. Yeah. Is there anything that happened within Christmas time frame that you remember? Oh, is it the tsunami? It is a tsunami! Oh. We're going to talk about the tsunami of 2004, the Boxing Day tsunami. Congratulations. You guessed on your first try. <laughs> you excited? No. <laughs> Let's talk about it, okay? Uh, so on Tsunamis are fucking terrifying. They are. I'm going to talk about it. It's really scary. Um, so on December 26th at 7.58 a.m. local time, so the time that this... The time, time 
the, the um, time zone. There you go. Time zone. <laughs> that was a brain fart that you guys just witnessed. Uh, the time zone that they're in, it was 7.58 in the morning. Um, this is what, Manila? This is Sumatra. Sumatra. Yes. Um, so off the coast of northern Sumatra, an undersea megathrust earthquake that registered a magnitude of 9.1 to 9.3, somewhere around there, happened. Uh, a series of massive tsunami waves grew to about 30 meters or 100 feet tall, uh, uh, heading inland after being created by the underwater seismic activity offshore. Communities along the surrounding coast of the Indian Ocean were severely affected, and the tsunamis killed an estimated 227,898 people in 14 countries, making it currently the deadliest disaster in the 21st century. I'm going to be a little bit uh, uh, obtuse and ask where Sumatra is. Sumatra? Is it Indonesia? It's by Indonesia, yes. So, um, you know, so here's Australia. Uh-huh. Here's a bunch of Indonesian things, and there's this big landmass going this way. It looks almost like Madagascar, but like over here. And okay. then you have the jet of uh, Malaysia and uh, Thailand over here. So it's in Oceania. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like in the middle of Oceania. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's like facing the Indian Ocean. So here's the Indian Ocean, Africa, India, and then uh, Indo- Indochina. Is this still called that? Is it politically correct to call it Indochina? No. Uh, what is it? The Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia. Um, and then you have like the little like. So where prong. is the where is the uh, earthquake? In the Here, middle of the Indian Ocean? Uh, happened between. No, it's not in the middle of the Indian Ocean. It happened between Sumatra and. Sri Lanka? Sumatra and hold on, I wrote the name down and I wrote how to say it as well because LOL. I needed that. It's gonna come up later. Ooh, where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Uh Simeu Simeu Lue. There you go. It's an oh. island between Sumatra and or it's an island off the coast of Sumatra. Here, let me show you a map. Just so we got that. I had it pulled up and then I reset my computer. That's my fault. Tsunami two thousand four first. First uh, little thing. I watched some of the videos. Girl, oh, no, 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 no. Don't do that. <laughs> do not. Do I watched one about oh, a no. Japanese one. There you go. And it was not good. Sumatra is this island. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then, so then, this you see these little islands that are just off the, the coast of that? Mm-hmm. It happened between that and one of those islands. Yeah. Woo! Stop doing that. Goodness! Yeah. Um. Okay, go back. Exit that. Okay. Back to it. So, scrolling back up. Okay. The direct results caused major disruptions to living conditions and commerce in the coastal provinces of surrounding uh, countries, such as Indonesia, Sri Lanka, um, and Thailand. The well, Sri Lanka, I guess, is... No, Sri Lanka is its own country now. Mm-hmm. Um, it says India. Oh, no, no, it has a comma. Sorry. And India. <laughs> I missed that. So Sri Lanka and India uh, and Thailand. Uh, the earthquake was the third largest ever recorded and had the longest duration of faulting ever observed between eight to ten minutes. It was an earthquake that was happening for ten minutes. Yeah. A strong-ass earthquake like was happening for ten minutes. either. Oh, yeah. my God. Mm-mm. So it caused the planet to vibrate as much as a fourth of an inch. So the entire planet of Earth was shaking back and forth. By about four, uh, 0.4 of an inch. So that's a lot for an entire planet 
to be shaking back and forth. Did we feel that? I don't know. Uh, we might have. We probably did. If the whole planet is shaking. Because I'll tell you later. Um, so it also remotely triggered earthquakes as far away as Alaska. Um, so now let's go talk about the actual earthquake part. We're going to talk about the earthquake part and then we'll talk about the, the tsunami part. Okay. Um, a little bit of knowledge and, uh, knowledge first and terminology, of course. A megathrust, as I mentioned earlier, is an event in a subduction zone where part of the earth's crust is, uh, is slipped under the other. So a subduction zone is where a plate is underneath and the other plate is, is, it's going up. Um, think Mariana Trench. Yeah. So Mar- the, the trenches in the ocean are caused by subduction zones where part of it is slipping underneath each other. But in this case, these places... This is the opposite of California. Correct. Because they're... Well, not even the opposite. They're just going side to side. Well, they're pulling apart kind of too. So there's a lot of different... Uh, so I, looking this up, there's a lot of different... Um, types of earthquakes. Types of earthquakes and types of zones. Uh, and on top of that... So I, the way I like to think about our plate tectonics is a, a sheet of water sitting in a bath, mm-hmm. like a rip, ripped up pieces of paper that you're trying to keep together, just sitting in a bath. Yeah, like that—that's essentially what it is. When we learned about uh, earthquakes in the uh, second grade, uh, I was terrified that there was going to be an earthquake that the earth opened up and I was going to fall in the crack. A fissure. Yes, and. This girl named Madeline. Fuck you, said Madeline. That her grandmother died that way, and she's a lying bitch. But you believe that's it. not true. You believe that? Yes, I did. And I would dig holes. <laughs> well, because like in our playground, there was a hole, <laughs> and so uh, I was there like, was a hole, <laughs> but it was like covered some of it, but so you could like see through, and it was like deeper and wider underneath the ba- the small hole, mm. and I was like, she's in there. <laughs> and I would dig to try to find her. Is, is your grandmother in here? I love that. I love that you can tell kids these things. And I also feel bad about that because, I mean, fucking, what, 20 years later, you're like, I remember this exact moment, mm-hmm. this exact time when Fuck this you, person Madeline. told me this thing. I'm going to go and look so her up on Facebook then, then and call her a bitch. <laughs> it makes you question if, uh, like, some of the sh- shit you joke about with, like, kids is gonna stick with them you know forever <laughs> forever they believe it and they're like oh fuck like what the fuck um yeah that's crazy um so yeah and then, i also stole one of her barbies so i feel well that's I'm what okay with that. it's what she fucking deserves fuck you madeline um so this mega thrust is weird because the which this is also kind of weird because i always thought the indian um uh, plate was heavier than other one not heavier um Lighter, not lighter. No, it's definitely heavier. But then why is it, it? Oh, I guess it's different when it collided in different areas because the Himalayas are caused because the Indian plate and the uh, Eurasian plate are budding like this, going up together, and that's why the the Himalayas keep getting taller. Did you know that? <laughs> the Himalayas keep getting taller because the both both the plates are just like, let's go ahead and grow them. They're <laughs> going for it, you know. That's crazy. Anyways, I uh, found her. Did you? Does she look pretty? Uh, yeah, she's <laughs> kind of pretty. She's all right. She's got a uh, a very, um, we'll say, handsome face. She's a handsome woman. <laughs> she is a handsome woman. Yeah, she's she's not bad looking. She's, not she's bad. just a maybe a, a a shade masculine. But the, 
but I don't that's think she's gender, a lesbian. Gender roles. Gender roles. Not gender roles. Gender. LOL. Gender. Uh, throw that out the window. We don't need that. Yeah. So she can be masking all she wants to. I'm happy for her, but she's still a bitch. <laughs> she told me that her grandmother died in seismic activity. She's got tadpole eyebrows. Fuck her. I don't know what that means. Oh, like they're thick here and they're like, <laughs> like uh, balls here and then just whoop. Oh, gotcha. Like a Sharpie line. That makes sense. Well, so. Oh, she went to Baylor. Oh, you did. Oh, and she has a picture of Russia, the Kremlin, as her background. So she's probably hmm. a Republican. She's probably a Republican now. Oh, so even more. Still fuck her. Yeah. The child first and always. Ooh. Ooh. Things are getting weird. Oh, she works for the ch- uh, children's hospital. Okay. I'm all right with that. <laughs> she took a picture Just in a kidding. grocery store. Why are you taking a picture in the grocery store? Oh, I store? should do that. I'm going to do that next. Anyways, so, um, so these... Oh, earthquakes or megathrust create what's called a seismic moment, which is the force that's measured on a scale of uh, for an earthquake. Uh, and this earthquake accounted for one eighth of the seismic moment of earthquakes recorded in the past one hundred years. What this one earthquake was one eighth of all earthquakes that have happened in the past one hundred years. Ooh. Yeah. So, the, well, more than 100 years. It started recording in 1906 is when we started recording seismic activity. So, there are three major, major earthquakes that have happened in the past 100 years. Uh, those, and so all three of these combined, um, this is one of them, obviously, uh, account for one half of all seismic activity, seismic moments that have happened within the past 100 years. So, three earthquakes are half of all other seismic activity that's happened. There was, uh, what am I keep doing? How do I? Uh, there was one in 1960 in Chile. 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 Ciao. Uh, uh, and there was also one in Alaska in 1964, the Good Friday Earthquake in Prince William Sound. Um, so the Indian Plate is part of the Great Indo-Australian Plate, which underlies uh, the Indi- Indian Ocean, Bay of Bengal, which is moving north east which is what we've got with the himalayas just mm-hmm. jutting up what is the other plate called just the asian plate the indian plate meets the burma plate which is considered a portion of the great eurasian plate at the suda trench so there in this area of the country in the country of the world there's a lot of little plates um huh. because of the ring of fire i mean the ring of fire is a giant pacific plate that goes all the way from like Alaska down to Japan, down China, all the way down to um, I think Australia, and then back uh, like New Zealand is part of that, uh, I think. And then you can tell me I'm wrong. Um, and then goes up to South America and goes along that. So the San Andreas fault line that California always talks about goes, goes all, all the way, the way, over way down to Asia. Well, it goes yeah, it's all one fault line essentially, and it goes all the way down uh, South America. So that whole fault line that's all a part of that is crazy. Plate, plate, plate tectonics are stupid. It confuses. Like it, what? I mean, obviously that's just the way it is. But who decided? That, who decided this? Who plate? decided that there would be plates on the Earth? Well, what I was always taught was that like, oh, these are the fault lines. You don't have to worry about anything else. False. You do have to worry about other plate tectonics because there are a million of sub. Uh, fractures in the earth as well that are exacerbated by fracking. Did you know that? <laughs> RuPaul. And I, I mean, I, this is <laughs> RuPaul. Look at me, RuPaul. The uh, fracking. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not just 
learn this. This is this is something I knew from a while ago, but I had heard of it before that fracking kind of. I mean, it makes it worse. Well, not not just fracking. I'm saying like there are subfaults. I'm focusing on the subfaults that are. So there's the major fault lines that everyone talks about. These are major earthquake things, but people can have earthquakes anywhere uh, because just new cracks in the fucking ground can happen. Mm-hmm. And so that that's my metaphor of of, of literally a piece of, of paper like shredded pieces of paper that you have like all if you're able to submerge a bunch of pieces of paper and keep them within a contained like box and just like see them bounce off of each other that's plate tectonics because we have so much magma and we have a paper thin layer of actual solidified magma essentially which is earth that we're living on so when i learned about plate tectonics and madeline ripenstein said that her grandmother died in one The teacher also said, but we live in Texas. We live smack in the middle of a plate, so there will never be earthquakes here. Don't worry about it. I-35 is actually built along a theoretical fault line. I-35, not I-45. So we're a little bit away. But it's not like an actual fault line. It's a sub-fault line. That's what I'm saying. Miss many... Saxton, you fucking bitch. Well, you lied. I, I mean, you hear about, like, I think we had one last year where there was a a, 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 a 6.4 magnitude. I'm making this up. I don't know actual the numbers. But I think it was a, it was registered above a 6 because below a 5, no one gives a fuck. Um, because it's just like, ooh, you wobble a little bit. Like, ooh, ooh. Um, but there is um, – there was an earthquake in North Carolina last year. It was a, I think it was a six, I'm pretty certain it was a 6.4, but someone can fact check me and tell me that I'm wrong. But regardless, like we have fault lines in places that we never knew and fracking only makes it worse. <laughs> so looking at you, RuPaul. Miss fucking sad. That's what people talk about earthquakes that happen in Oklahoma all the time. And like there's strong earthquakes registered above a five. Um, and who's to blame there there's not really any fault lines in fucking oklahoma so mm-hmm. yeah what is that my phone that's doing that thomas also hears vibrating phones in the house I, that's what i'm hearing i don't hear it it's not like vibrating i'm hearing like a, a fuzzy like an undulating fuzzy thing well not I that one message. no it wasn't that i i can the hear the like digital noise anyways anyways not important um yeah so at this point the indian plate subducts beneath the burma plate uh which causes uh which carries the nicobar island the andaman islands and northern sumatra um the indian plate sinks deeper and deeper beneath the burma plate until it the increasing temperature and pressure drives volatiles out of the subducting plate these volatiles rise into the overlying plate cut causing uh, partial melting and the formation of magma. Uh, these rising magma intrudes into the crust above and exits the Earth's crust through volcanoes in the form of a, of a, of a volcanic arc. Uh, the volcanic activity that results in the Indo-Australian plate subducts the Eurasian plate and created the Sunda arc. So basically it was saying like there was a hot spot. There was a, a spot where there was a lot of shit coming up in the rock that's going underneath in this magma. This mag, The earth is burning itself as it goes deeper in the magma because it's too hot for rocks to exist. So then all that rock and stuff like that is bubbling up and going into the surface, which is causing volcanoes. So that's what causes volcanoes with this, a subduction. That's zone. why there's islands. Yes. Well, no. 
But yeah, yes and no. In this area, yes, because that's what has caused the Sunda arc. I just said that. But like a Hawaii, it's smack dab in the middle of a plate. It, there's no fault lines there. Hawaii is created from just like a random, um, just thin empty, spot. thin spot. Exactly. Yeah. A thin spot that is just moving as the plate shifts and moves, which is why Hawaii is a huge study of um, volcanic activity because seeing these little hot spots, it, it begs the question, are these multiple hot spots or like what's happening here? So then the thinnest spot creates islands as it goes. And depending on how slow or fast that hot spot is moving, that's how big the island will get or if it even surfaces. And so I remember there was one time when I was younger, I don't remember what, I think it was like sixth grade, that everyone was raving because it was a new Hawaiian, Hawaiian island that submerged. It just like, just, it just like peeked over and was like, what's up? In yeah, here. Turtle, turtled. Yeah, but you also have to imagine the Pacific Ocean is deep as fuck. So it poured a lot of it magma. It been down there. It girl. been down there doing some shit uh, for a while, and it just poured over into something uh, that we can visibly see. Uh, so yeah, it, it, listening to islands be created is so much fun, and also like listening or I'm sorry, hearing about islands getting okay. formed is so interesting. But also hearing about old islands also is really interesting, like atolls. Uh, those are islands that used to be islands that are no longer islands, if that makes any sense. They were like they were volcanoes that were active at some point, and then as they grew older, the caldera submerged. And what is the country that's going to be gone Maldives. in a while? Maldives. We're going to talk yes. about that. Yes, the Maldives. They're, a, they're an atoll. So they were a volcano at some point a very, 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 very long time ago. They're no longer a volcano, and the volcano has just created a giant hole mm-hmm. where they're just like oh well this, we we had we bubbles live on the edge of the hole yeah w- there was holes no not on the edge in the middle of the hole <laughs> they're in the middle of the hole that's like what we got left <laughs> that's what we got left <laughs> so this is all this is all we're doing maldivians maldivians i don't know maldivians um i read somewhere that they're like the government is using all their tax dollars to pay for land and like <laughs> Vietnam or something where they were like this, when it's gone we're moving we're there we're going there yeah I wouldn't doubt if they were working with like China where they're building like actual islands like come on over here actually no they probably wouldn't because uh, Maldives is predominantly Muslim and I don't think they that China likes Muslims they don't yeah anyways um, so the earthquake happened about 100 miles north of Sumatra north of here we go Simeulue an island off the coast of western Sumatra. Uh, so it occurred 19 miles deep in the ocean. Um, the northern section of the Sunda Megathrust ruptured at least a length of 810 miles. What? 810 miles moved. Moved. Yeah. So the earthquake was felt in Bangladesh, India, Malaysia, Myanmar... Thailand, Sri Lanka, and the Maldives. Uh, almost a thousand miles of the mega thrust between the Indian plates slipped under, sliding along the Burma plate by about 50 feet. It moved almost 50 feet. That's a lot of movement. When we have a California earthquake, it moves inches. When we had this, it moved 50 fucking feet. That's a lot. Yes. The energy released by the Earth's surface, which is considered ME, which is the seismic potential of for damage, uh, by the 2004 Indian Ocean earthquake was estimated at 1.1 times 10 to the 17th joules. So 
to put a lot of power. To put in terms for you, the energy is equivalent to over fifteen. Yeah, 15, I would like you to put it in terms of dishwashers. I can't do that, but I can do atomic bombs. How about that? This is. I would only accept dishwashers. I'm. Okay, well, I have a... Well, I'm going to take my headphones off while you say it, because I don't want to hear it if it's not dishwashing. I have an equivalent in a second. <laughs> so, 1,500 times that of the Hiroshima atomic bomb. The energy... So, this is, I didn't write this one down, but I will say it, because you want the association. Um, the energy from the seismic floor that was measured could power America at this point for 307 years. That's how much energy was created. What happens on the 308th year? Then we run out of power. Oh, my God. Unless we have another earthquake oh. that we can take power from. We'll definitely have another one of those. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we've had three major earthquakes that account for half of seismic activity in the past 100 years, in the past 50 years. So, 70 years. 70 years? How yeah, old? yeah, yeah, yeah. Six yeah. years. Um, I'm going to move to Quebec. Smack dab in the middle of a plate, and there's no threat of uh flooding there's no well there's hurricanes, hurricanes. Up there. that's that's false i just researched a hurricane that went through quebec i'm not gonna live in coastal quebec not coastal live... quebec i'm talking about when the hurricane of galveston went through quebec and strengthened as a category one okay fine alberta <laughs> okay you would hate alberta <laughs> so many cows out here hey how you doing Oh, wow. Look at that cow, bud. That's a big cow. You must have gotten about three grand for that one. No. No? Not your life? No. You want to go to Calgary? Calgary. Is that how they say it? I know. I just like to say Calgary. Oh. Um, no. The answer is no. Um, you know what, Chris? No. No. <laughs> stupid um so the earthquake generated a seismic oscillation of the earth's surface of up to that's a good word uh basically eight to 12 inches so basically the earth's surface was vibrating up and down so once again think of the earth's crust as a piece of paper on a bathtub that you're able to contain and then you splash some water and all of a sudden you see everything vibrating that's what's happening uh to rocks Yes, exactly. The equivalent to the effect of the tidal forces caused by the sun and the moon. So the sun and the moon are battling each other, pulling the earth back and forth, and that's what causes waves. If you didn't know that, you're welcome. Um, if you do know that, basically the amount of oscillation that we just had from that uh, earthquake was because of this earthquake. What? <laughs> Anyways, so seismic waves of the earthquake were felt across the planet as far away as the United States of Oklahoma, where vertical movements of three millimeters were recorded. So they were like... So we felt it. We, we just, felt it, exactly. We didn't know. We didn't know. We're like, like my vertigo's acting up. <laughs> is that sciatica? <laughs> um, so 7 a.m. there, what time would it be here? would have been the day earlier and uh what was that when i was in australia it was plus seven hours minus a day if i remember correctly so it was two o'clock in the afternoon three o'clock in the afternoon somewhere around there oh yes i remember i was walking the dog on christmas uh-huh and you were like oh i was like wow ground check <laughs> this episode or, uh, this video game um Max Payne 
is very realistic. <laughs> anyway, why are you playing the video game while you're walking the dog? Oh, we had 2004. Handhelds. We had handhelds. I'm sorry, um, yes. Uh, Pokemon. 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 Is Pokemon Crystal? Thank you. Would it? I Wait, was probably was that, still playing Gold no, it was at the probably, time. That was probably uh, Ruby and Sapphire at that point. 2004. I'm going to look it up while you keep talking. Okay. Um, excuse me. Goodness. We've got bubbles. So, the entire islands... Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. Entire islands were moved by about... 10 to 36 meters where some were moved below sea level because the fault moved liter literally laterally and vertically so so we have this shell and then we have this shell fire red leaf green oh so that was that was after uh ruby and sapphire 2002 yes so we have this shelf and we have this shelf so these this shelf has islands on it and it moved down and this way and so that caused this to go up as well. So we have these islands over here that are now below sea level. And then we have these islands that are above sea level, but also moved <laughs> from where they used to be. So I think it's really cool. It's like, oh, the, 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 um, what are those things? Satellites uh, are like, uh, you ain't there anymore. This is, uh. That's strange. So, for four months, the region experienced a magnitude of six to seven plus earthquakes as aftershocks for this movement. Four months. So, they were experiencing just, oh, ground's wobbling. It's happening again. Crazy. <laughs> what a wild, what a wild time. Um, as well as a sideways movement between the plates, the 2004 Indian Ocean earthquake resulted in a rise of the seafloor by several meters, displacing an estimated 30 kilometers cubed, or 2.2—I'm sorry, 7.2 cubic miles of water, triggering dis devastating tsunami waves. The waves radiated outwards uh, along the entire thousand miles of length of the rupture ocean, uh, open ocean of the ocean yeah exactly uh this greatly increased the geography geog geographical area over which the waves were observed reaching as far as mexico chile south africa and the arctic yeah uh, the raising of the seafloor significantly reduced the capacity of the indian ocean producing a permanent rise in global sea level by an estimated 0.1 millimeters not very much but you know, any rise in the sea level is something. Something um, to be very... Something to think about. Exactly. Uh, so now let's talk about the tsunami. Uh, give the people what they came for, you know? After all that buildup. Uh, the sudden vertical rise of the seabed by several meters d during the earthquake displaced massive volumes of water, resulting in a tsunami that struck the coast of the Indian Ocean, which is a lot, girl. <laughs> There's a lot of coast that touch the Indian Ocean. Um, a tsunami that causes damage far away from its source is some kind, sometimes called a telet, telet tsunami. A uh, telet tsunami? Telet? Tele tsunami. Tele tsunami. I'm trying to like do like a Japanese, like, with a, you know. Tsunami. Tsunami, exactly. Tele tsunami. Tele tsunami. <laughs> yes. I had sushi the other day, so I would know. I'm very Japanese. <laughs> uh... Which is more likely to be produced by the vertical motion of the seabed than a horizontal motion. So we had a jump and also a slide. 
we had like a, a diagonal slide. So we had both. Um, the tsunami, like all others, behaved differently in deep water than in shallow water. In deep ocean water, tsunami waves form a low, broad hump, barely noticeable and harmless. So you might be on a boat and you're like, oh, we rocked a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah. The band is in the the uh, drawing room being just like, just jumping. Yeah. Which generally travels at high... I'm actually going to start calling that the drawing room. How do you feel about that? This room that's attached? Yes. Because we're in the dining room right now. And that's the drawing room. Because I've been calling it a front room, but that's too Canadian. And my brother's going to make fun of me. Well, see, if I walked in your house to measure it right now, I would just call this all one thing and call it a living room. Yeah. But also, you were, Listen. One, you were the one who Listen. taught me the, the word, like, din and, like, sunroom and, like, all this other stuff. And I was just like, room three. <laughs> room that the person's in. There is a different room. And if they had a different floor in that other room, it would be, like, room three, then put in parentheses, tile. Crazy floor. Crazy floor. It's wild. Um, tile. <laughs> There's tile in this room. Yeah, that was my identifier. But, Okay. Um, so, the tsunami waves formed a low broad hump, barely making, oh yeah, harmless, uh, which generally travels at high speed in deep water. They travel between 310 and 620 miles per hour. They travel quite fast in deep water. Uh, so then in shallow water near coastlines, uh, a tsunami slows way down to only about 10 kilometers per hour, but in doing so, forms large destructive waves. So, as you can imagine, we've got this deep-ass floor, deep-ass seafloor. So, work with me here on this podcast so I could, like, you know, create a uh, a diagram, a vision. Um, so, we've got this, like, deep-ass floor and lots of water above it. So, then as you approach this land, you've got an incline that's going up and up and up and up and up. But that water has to go somewhere still. That energy that's being pulsed through the water is not just leaving. So use this experiment in your bathtub. When you put your hand in a, a full bathtub of water, when it reaches the, the side, that water jumps up. No, because that water has to go somewhere still. You put in that energy to that water, that energy into that water still has to, to get out. And so it's being expunged by the, si the, the sides of your bathtub, which imagine the sides of your bathtub are a piece of land. So now as it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller, that water is now being forced upward. And so it's getting taller and taller and taller upward. So that water isn't just going anywhere. It's still going to its destination with that energy. So it's going somewhere. And that's what creates a tsunami. Um, so scientists investigating the damage of the uh, Achea, 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 uh, in Achea, which is a city in um, Sumatra, uh, found evidence that the wave reached a height of 80 feet when coming ashore along uh, large stretches of the coastline, rising to about 100 feet in some areas when traveling inland. Um, sure. Uh, because of the 1,000-mile fault affected by the earthquake was in a nearly north-south orientation, the greatest strength of tsunami waves was in an east-west direction. Does that make sense? So the, the slip happened north, north to south, and so then all the waves went east to west. Yes. 
Um, and so, but like, it, it would seem to me that they should be radial. Not always, hmm. because if the floor, if so, if my hands are like this, and the floor jumps like this, the the water mm-hmm. going this mm-hmm. way or this, like north or south, um, are not. It's not going to be as strong as the waves going out from the east middle. East to west. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, oh. Cheers. Oh my god. It was an empty bottle. <laughs> oh. Uh, so, Bangladesh, which lies at the north end of the Bay of Bengal, had few casualties despite being a low line. It's almost as if that nation is named, if the if the bay is named after the nation. It's not. They're, diff- they're spelled differently. Bengal. Bengal and Bangladesh. Whatever. <laughs> Keep going. I don't give a fuck. Uh, they had few Listen, casualties. if you're Bangladeshi, I was trying. That well, guys. Bangladesh was within our lifetimes was named a different uh Burma. Different name. Burma. There you go. Yeah, within our lifetime, right? Within yep. the nineties? I feel like um uh, Myanmar was the same thing as well. Yes. Myanmar. And I feel like Indonesia was Siam during our lifetime too. No, that was the eighties, I think. Okay. Well, I can look it up. But regardless. Um so they were really close to the epicenter, but they had uh very few casualties. Uh, it also benefited from the fact that the earthquake. I'm sorry, Thailand. What? I said Indonesia. It's Thailand. Thailand. Siam turns into Thailand. Oh, yeah. Oh, 1932. <laughs> I mean, I've been alive since, what was it? 16, 1649? Yeah. Because we're um, bog witches, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you, just, you just have seen a lot of things in your time. You're like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, that. we're. <sighs> Remember when the queen was assassinated? I remembered a lot of... Oh, my God. That hasn't happened yet. You... Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Uh, you also um, saw the fall of the Ottoman Empire. You saw... You really... The middle of the peak of the Ottoman Empire. Saw it turn into other countries. So, I mean, there's a lot of empires that have fallen and and existed. And I mean... Guess fucking, what, bitch? We're still here. Still here. Uh, also, uh, didn't... Weren't the... This... This... Wasn't this part of Spain at some point? Uh, yes, yes. Um, and then Bosnia, Herzegovina. They took over Texas? No, they were just a thing. Oh, okay. They were just here. It was like the Germans. The Germans were in lots of places in Texas, and they were like, hey, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, our yeah. county. Yeah, Please yeah. leave. They were like, Luke New Braunfels. Luke and Bach, Texas. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, that you one. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's really crazy. You watch all this happen. I did. A 16, 12-year-old witch. Well, that was back in my heyday. <laughs> now look at me. I'm like. Now I'm like, I don't even go to the bars because they're closed. <laughs> I gotta, I'm gotta. i a witch. I got to avoid a pandemic. I can't. This was not as bad I as the 1918 flu, though. I'll tell you that. I can't witch off bacteria. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh Those my God. people putting their nose outside of the masks after they figure out what a mask was. What's a mask? It was crazy. It was wild. But. <laughs> We didn't have those first kinetoscope pictures. Lovely. What? The first kinetoscope pictures? Kaleidoscope? Kinetoscope? Kinetoscope. What, what are you saying? Those are the first movies. Oh. You remember. Oh, I remember, I, I yeah. remember the time, yeah. You remember, right after we figured out what absinthe was? I spent a lot of time drunk off my ass. Yeah, after the absinthe. not any different than what we're doing now, so. I mean, we've been doing it for a long time. I know. This liver, baby? 
stone. It is uh, metallic now. It is fully cirrhosis. I had that surgery. Remember that they replaced my pancreas, my liver, and my gallbladder with just with like stones. metal, actual yes. stones. And they were yeah. just like, "You're a, well, you're a witch. You're okay." And they were like, "You should. You have way too many organs." And you were like, "Just do it, bitch." Yeah. Just, yeah, that was just, crazy. Just accept it. That was wild. I loved that. Mm-hmm. What a wild ride. It was. Uh, it was something. We'll say it was something. It was something different. So, should I get back to it? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Getting back to it. So, relative lying epicenter. Uh, oh, it also benefited from the fact that the earthquake proceeded more slowly in the northern rupture zone, creating a reduced... Uh, greatly reducing the energy of the water displacements in that region. So, the coasts that have a landmass between them and the tsunami's location of origin are usually safe. However, the tsunami waves can sometimes diffract around such landmasses. So basically, if you have a landmass in the middle, you might be okay. If not, you're not okay. So that's what happened in, in Africa. There was a landmass that uh, Madagascar, like south south. East Africa, there's a landmass, Madagascar, that's in the way, and it still went around Madagascar and flooded those coastlines. Really? Yes. Wow. Aren't you excited to talk about this? I'm no, so excited I to talk about it. this. It's crazy. Um, because I think about, uh, no, I'll talk about this later. Yeah, I'm talking about it now because I'm going to forget. Uh, I think about the, the Haiti earthquake that happened in 2010. That earthquake could have been massive. And that earthquake could have caught – it was massive. It would have been flooded here. It could have flooded fucking Galveston. It wouldn't have been flooded here. It would have destroyed Galveston. If it was if it was as strong and, like, as much – I mean, it was strong. But it, if it was as uh, intense in power as the uh, the earthquake that I'm talking about now, um, it would have fl- it completely flooded Galveston. Yeah. Completely destroyed. Gone. Because – yeah. Isn't that wild? That's I don't wild. Like that. I love it. I don't, I don't like I that. love it. Um, anyways. It was mammities. It's mammities. Uh, so. <gasps> Spoopy. Oh, Thomas. From Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. He's a rhyme. Um, so, thus the state of Kerala, which is India, uh, was hit by the tsunami despite being a being on the western coast. Uh, the western coast of Sri Lanka suffered substantial impact. So basically, here's the down here on the right is the um, the fault line, and then here's the western side of India, and it just like went. Hold on, we got you, bitch, and 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 did its thing. Um, um, the dog is drinking that water. He's getting it. Uh, I was just like, what is that noise? Uh, so that dis- dog drinking that water. Just drinking that water. So distance alone was no guarantee of safety as Somalia in Africa was hit harder than Bangladesh, which is Bangladesh is like north of it. Just north by about 800 miles. And then Somalia was 5,000 miles away, was hit harder than Bangladesh. But Bangladesh, as I just mentioned, was north and 
We yeah. The, the north stuff. The waves um, went east and west. Exactly. So because the distances involved, the tsunami took anywhere from between 15 minutes to 7 hours, and in some cases 16, to reach the coastline. The northern regions of Indonesia island of Sumatra were hit quickly, while Sri Lanka and the east coast of India were hit roughly about 90 minutes to 2 hours later. Thailand was struck about two hours later, uh, despite being closer to the epicenter, because the tsunami traveled more slowly in the shallow waters on the western coast. So when it went westward, uh, it just went into shallow water essentially right away. So it was like, hold on, I'm gonna. I don't know if you heard me earlier, but when it's in deep water, it goes really fast. When it's in shallow water, it's like just like sucking everything back and like traveling really slow. Ooh, that's the worst part. Exactly. Uh, so the tsunami was noticed as far as uh, Struis Bay in uh, South Africa, which was about 5,300 miles away. There was a five foot, five foot tide that surged on shore about 16 hours after the earthquake. Uh, it took relatively, took a relatively long time to reach Struis Lord, This is kind of a, Dutch Afrikaans word. I'm trying to make it all of the above. Um, Just call it S Town. Stris by um, at the southernmost point of Africa, probably caught probably because of the broad continental shelf off of South Africa, because the tsunami would have followed the South African coast from east to west. So I'm sorry, I need to stop scaring you like that. It's just the empty one. Um, I don't want it just on. Put it on my plate. I'm not. Fucking Pelé. shit up like you. Well, I, you know, I like to talk with my hands. Um, I'm just like, this is how I talk with my hands. I'd like to You're like, flail. <laughs> Here we are. Look at this earthquake. <laughs> so, um, yeah. What was I, what was I flailing for? South Africa, point of South Africa. Mm, it's the most. Superbaid. Oh, because of the water hitting uh, uh, the point of South Africa, there was uh, the ridge. So South Africa, there's the, the African plate, uh, tectonic plate, meets the Indian-Australian plate. Uh, and down here, there's a ridge that forces it upward. And I think that caused a delay there. Um, because of South Africa. Oh, east to west. I was saying east to west. Uh, so it was, you know, going this way and kind of as the south... As Africa is shaped further away from uh, Sumatra, mm -hmm. it will get there slower. Anyways, um, the tsunami also reached Antarctica, where tidal gauges at Japan's uh, Showa base uh, recorded oscillations of over three feet with disturbances lasting a couple of in days. In Japan? No. Japan had a base in Antarctica. Oh, okay. But it did get into the Pacific Ocean. Um Energy even escaped in the Pacific Ocean, where tsunamis were felt in Vancouver, Mexico, and Chile. So as far north as fucking Canada. Uh, this puzzled scientists because some of the waves were 10 feet tall in Chile, where uh, it was, which was taller than some of the landfall that happened in India. So, or I'm sorry, in the Indian Ocean. Yeah, water's crazy. What is fucking crazy? So it was almost as if like the stronger wave went east towards the Pacific Ocean and then reverberated that way, and Chile got ten foot waves, while then places in Africa only got five foot waves. Like what? Um, which it's further to go to Chile, but it was stronger that way. Yeah, I don't know. 
So it made me wonder, wonder if there was like an extra earth. Well, they would have known an actual earthquake. They would have seen the everything. Seismograph. Exactly. Um, anyways, so despite a delay of up to several hours between the earthquake and the impact of the tsunami, nearly all the victims were taken by surprise. Uh, there were no tsunami warnings in the Indian Ocean to detect tsunamis or to warn the general population living around the ocean. Tsunami detection is not easy because while a tsunami is in deep water, it has little to no height and a network of sensors is needed to detect it. Uh, tsunamis are more frequent in the Pacific Ocean and than in other oceans because of the earthquakes in the Ring of Fire. Because the Ring of Fire is the most active plate on the planet. Pacific Ocean plate. Although the extreme western age, uh, edge, edge of the Ring of Fire extends into the Indian Ocean, which was the point that the earthquake struck, there was no warning systems that existed in that ocean, in the Indian Ocean. Uh, tsunamis are relatively rare, despite uh, earthquakes being relatively frequent in Indonesia. The last major tsunami that was caused um, was in 1883 with the eruption of Krakatoa. Not every earthquake produces large tsunamis uh for example on march 28th of 2005 a magnitude 8.7 earthquake hit roughly the same area of the indian ocean but did not result in any tsunamis any major tsunamis i'm sorry so it was only point wild point what three to point five less strong than the other one and there was no tsunamis that were created yeah so, the first warning sign of a possible tsunami is the earthquake itself. However, tsunamis can strike thousands of miles away where the earthquake is felt only weakly or not at all. South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in the minutes preceding a tsunami strike, the seas often recedes temporarily from the coast. Something oh, that's which, the worst part. Exactly. Something which was observed on the eastern side of the rupture zone of the earthquake, such as around coastlines. You know who I feel bad for, though? The fish. The fi- well, I'll talk about the fish. The fish are like, I'm it just like having a good so fucking time. Rapidly. And which is what, what confuses me as a person. If I saw the ocean, it was just like, there like, it goes. Time to leave. Uh, it's like, goodbye, the ocean mama. Was just fucking leaving. Like, and like, not just leaving a little bit, leaving far. And there's just like fish. It left so fast that fish just fell out of the water onto the fucking beach. I'd be like, I'm leaving. Yeah. I need to get out of here. As much as I would love to see, like, what's under the ocean. Like, crabs and all the beautiful fish and all that shit. Or or the bull sharks that happen in Galveston that we don't know that are swimming underneath our feet when you're, like, sending in waist-high water. What? Uh, I was unaware of those. Oh, you're welcome. Um, Bull shark come into water that's, like, four feet deep. So if you're sending an ocean that's, like, up to here... There's definitely sharks that are swimming underneath you. They're stupid. Who? The sharks? Or yeah. The... Oh. No, I hate them. Oh, okay. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want Also, that. I'm not getting in Galveston water, so. I get in Galveston water all the time. I'll get into it like knee deep and sit down. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> I'm not done. <coughs> Oh, okay, shut sorry. up. Okay. I'm sorry. Is that what you needed? No. Did you pause me? No. Okay. I'm looking were... at toilets. I thought you <laughs> I love that my story is so interesting that you are just looking for something to put in your house. Well, bed. listen. 
really thought about all these people coming and we need never mind i'm uh, listening yeah okay mm-hmm. um so coastline so around the indian ocean this rare sight reportedly induced people especially children to visit the coast investigate and collect stranded fish and as much as uh 1.6 miles of exposed with fish so the coast receded as much as 1.6 miles and people were like let's go hang out in the ocean correct they were like oh well the the ocean is 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 leaving because i mean as the water is going from one place to another it's going to pull all the water back so with the amount of power we know that it sounds cool it sounds cool yeah but no but also with the speed that these things are going like some people had no idea. Yeah. No idea. And so, like, I will not delude myself to the fact that if I'm sitting on a beach and was not educated to the fact of tsunamis, seeing... But it's unsettling. It's unsettling. But, like, if I was just, like, laying on the beach, enjoying my day, drinking my White Claws, and, like, the kids were doing whatever, and I saw the ocean is going back, and I was like, that's kind of cool. I, I Knowing... About tsunamis, I would definitely be like, not great, let's leave. But like seeing it go back and like seeing fish out of water, it's like, oh, or, or, or the shells. I'm sure in these places, they're around coral wheat, coral weaves, coral reefs, coral weaves, and a lot of cool fish. So like the Indian Ocean has a lot of really cool fish. So like you're seeing all these pretty co- colors and stuff like that just like sitting in the fucking water. Would you not be like, ooh, go look, go look at that? Yeah. Uneducated though, not 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 not, not saying uneducated, saying ignorant to ignorant, the fact that ignorant. that's that you're gonna die. Exactly. But also, this was a lot of this happened in low tide in certain places, so it was They're already like, it's low tide. It's low tide. The 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 tide is just pulling back. And so. it's also a vacation spot <clears throat> where people are like, what does the low tide look like? We don't know. Also correct. I will talk about that in a second. Um, so, uh, not all tsunamis have this disappe- disappearing sea effect. So, just to throw that in there for your fun. <coughs> some cases. Oh, it's not fun. Well, for me, some cases there are warning, no warning signs at all. The sea will just suddenly swell without retreating, surprising many people and giving little time to run, uh, as we saw with the Galveston hurricane. Uh, sometimes that recedes with hurricanes to be pulled up into the storm. And this one was just like, here's some water. Well, I mean, even if you ran all the way to the other side of the island, there's nowhere to go. There's no, well, at that time, no. Nowhere to go. Uh, so now let's talk about destruction. I, I don't want to. The tsunami devastated the coastline of Echia province in Sumatra, uh, which was about 20 minutes after the earthquake. Banda Chia was the closest major city which suffered severe casualties. Local eyewitnesses described three large waves, with the first wave rising gently to the foundation of buildings, followed minutes later by a sudden withdrawal of the sea near the port of uh, Ulea Lui. I forgot that I put that name in there, I didn't pronounce it for myself um this was succeeded by the appearance of two large black colored steep waves which traveled inland into the capital city eyewitnesses 
recalled seeing many people flocking to the exposed beach to collect stranded fish. And so in in this defense, um, I do have to say that um, these are fishing towns. These are fishing villages. Uh, uh, what was the term they used earlier? Um, I don't remember. But these are, are fishing towns in um, developing countries. I know that's not politically correct, but I don't remember what the uh, politically correct term is now. Um, but, they, I mean, everyone's looking for cash money. And a lot of these fishing towns are through fishing. So if you see a fucking fish just stranded on a fucking beach, are you not going to fucking grab me? Like, Dad, look, I got a fish. Go sell it, you know? So, I mean, that that's the idea that I have here in, in, like, the defense of the idea of people running out there and grabbing these fish because that's what we got. Um, so what happened afterwards is video footage. <laughs> oh, I don't want to see it. I'm not going to show you. Um, revealed by torrents of black water surging by windows of two-story residential areas situated about two miles inland. Two miles. Two miles inland. How far? We'll get there. Never mind. Uh, additionally, amateur footage recorded in the middle of the city captured an approaching black surge flowing from the streets uh, full of debris inundating them. The waves reached between about 39 to 98 feet along the coastline of Sumatra. And mind you, this was a thousand mile Surge of, of, of water. Places that are like five feet yes. above sea level. Exactly. And this is a wave of 100 feet. Exactly. <coughs> Excuse me. Shut up. The city experienced the highest number of, of human casualties with about 160,000 people perishing directly from the tsunami. Within about uh, 1.2 to 1.9 miles of the shoreline, Houses uh, of the shoreline, houses except for the strongly built reinforced concrete ones with brick walls, which seemed to have been partially damaged by the earthquake before the tsunami attack, were swept away or destroyed by the tsunami. The area toward the sea was wiped clean of nearly every structure. Gone. Gone. Uh, Entire islands north were wiped clean. They were gone. Um, the entire, the island still existed. There was nothing on there anymore. Uh, ooh. Stop doing that. Um, the entire country of Sri Lanka, which is to the west, west um, located about 1.1, or I'm sorry, 1,100 miles from Sumatra, was ravaged by the tsunami about two hours after the earthquake. So let's look at time zones here. So this happened at 7, and this time zone is... I think two hours below them. Behind or ahead? Behind them. Um, So Because you're going west. So they're behind. Uh, So if you go west in Greenwich Mean Time, uh, it's two hours behind, but then it takes two hours to get there. So this is 7.30 in the morning. This is happening. So people are just like straight up on the beach. just like. No, 7.30 in the morning, bitches be sleeping. Okay, but. I don't wake up until. 11.30. 11.30. People might be walking. Every day. It's also, well, this is also India. Anyways, people are just walking, having their good old time, you know? Because uh, people walk on the beach all the time. I go to the Galveston, I've, I've run there, and I've seen people just, it's like, 
You know? Go home. It's like, but go home. They don't have a seawall. Well, they may not have a seawall. I don't know. There's certain cities that we that are talked about in the uh, research article that I found that did have seawalls, but a lot of these did not have seawalls. So we're talking about Galveston, like you run on the beach, yeah. and all of a sudden, like run on the beach. Stepping. Oh, sorry. Stepping, Stepping on, on the, the beach. beach. Do, 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 I just do. I just figured it was a, a good reference to to make. Um. Anyways, so first struck the shoreline in eastern coast. Ooh, first struck the eastern coastline and subsequently refracted around the southern point of Sri Lanka. Uh, it refra- the refracted tsunami waves then inundated the southwestern part of Sri Lanka after some of its energy was uh, reflected from the impact of the Maldives. So it went westward because that was the hardest part and it hit the maldives and then it was like let's go this way too because once again you're on a bowl of water you hit it and it goes all directions and comes back and goes all directions and comes back and goes all directions it doesn't just stop so when you've got all the it's not me yes it is no it's not my phone's over there my phone is dead then who's vibrating you my phone's right there. That's not right. Oh. That is not correct. As you scroll through your phone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Anyways. um, Yes. So in Sri Lanka, the civilian casualties were second only to those in Indonesia with approximately 35,000 killed by the tsunami. The eastern shores of Sri Lanka were the hardest hit since it faced the epicenter of the earthquake, while the western, southwestern shores were hit later, but the death toll was just as severe. Southwestern, southwestern shores are a hotspot for tourists and fishing. Uh, the degradation of the natural environment in Sri Lanka contributed to the high death tolls. So this is the problem I had with all of this here, is that all of these communities have destroyed their mangrove population— and that pisses me the fuck off. So much. Because you love man. Groves. I love mangroves. But also because mangroves are your natural flooding places. Y- y- it will prevent hurricanes. It will prevent typhoons. It will prevent, uh, what's the M word that they use over there? The M? M word? Typhoons? I think it's typhoons. They use typhoons and cyclones. Monsoons. Monsoon, bitch. Uh, Monsoons. And we got all this over here uh, that are are things that can create flooding very quickly and create surging very quickly. But if you fucking have mangroves and you let the actual natural environment and also the sand dunes exist, then it will prevent a lot more. We saw this with the fucking Galveston... uh, uh, a hurricane that they took all the sand dunes out and now Galveston is like do not destroy the sand dunes do not destroy them so they're like get out the sand dunes don't touch them here we go this is it like so Galveston is very serious about their fucking seawall and mangroves and their sand dunes so don't fuck with the natural environment like a lot of people are like oh I want to have a, a house on the beach no you no. don't no you don't Put some live in- five miles inland just build a fucking like train bridge like they normally do. You can you can have the sand dunes and you can also have uh uh mangroves. Like oh my lord. I I don't know. I'm just mad about that. So a lot of the the this was caused because there was no 
natural environment to cause to prevent amoebas. Um, so approximately 90,000 buildings and many wooden houses were destroyed in Sri Lanka. And at this point, the waves were about 16 to 33 feet high. That's taller than your house. Um, oh, no. And I have a very tall house. So normally stories are about, what, 10 to 12 feet tall? Yeah, but we're also about like two feet off the ground. Okay, so your house is... A little bit higher than 33 feet. I'm going to hang out in the attic. Okay. Uh, Which is also where you go to die if you're in a tsunami. Exactly. Uh, So, I just want to throw this in there because I thought it was an interesting thing. A regular passenger train operating between uh, Marandana and Matara, uh, India, was derailed and overturned by the tsunami and claimed at least 1,700 lives. 1,700? On one train. Uh, The largest single rail disaster ever in history in the world um the tsunami traveled eastward through the andaman sea and hit the south coast south and western coast of thailand about two hours after the earthquake this was located about 310 miles from the epicenter at the time the region was popular with tourists because of christmas season because it's warmer down there Uh, Many of the tourists were caught off guard by the tsunami. They had no prior warning. Uh, The tsunami hit during high tide. Approximately 8,000 people were killed. Uh, Video documenting a local restaurant manager from a hill uh, adjacent to the beach showed that the tsunami's arrival was precedented by a sudden retreat of the sea exposing the seafloor. Many tourists and locals can be seen trying to gather fish. Moments later, the tsunami can be seen suddenly surging as a turbulent bore of in, as a turbulent bore and inundating a purse, inundating any persons on the beach, several people, and the hotels inland. Uh, another amateur video captured by a German family at the beach level showed the tsunami appearing as a white horizontal line in the distant horizon, gradually becoming bigger engulfing a jet skier and lifting two police boats. The second wave can be seen looming large in the distance. A maximum inundation of approximately 1.2 miles was measured. The inundated depths were about 13 to 23 feet, and there was evidence that the tsunami reached the third floor of a uh, hotel resort. So it went inland about 1.2 miles. So it was... Going to town, um, literally going going to, to town. town. It did it. It did its thing. Uh, India was also largely affected, where the tsunami reached about two hours afterwards. Many fishing villagers, villages, and morning walkers were swept off the beach. At as video shows, a wall of water just rushing in. That toll in India was about twelve thousand and five hundred people. The tsunami severely affected the Maldives. At a distance of one, uh, I'm sorry, 1,600 miles from the epicenter. Uh, similar to Sri Lanka, survivors reported three waves, with the uh, second wave being most powerful. The, the significant low, ooh, the significantly lower tsunami impact on the Maldives compared to Sri Lanka is mostly due to the t- uh, topography of the atoll chain of the offshore coral reefs, deep channels separating the individual atolls. And its arrival within low tide, which decreased the power of the tsunami. 
so low tide it was already pulled away from the beach which there was no water to pull away from the beach so it pulled it away and it was like i can't go anywhere and kind of slowed down um also they have deep channels between each of the islands uh islands and uh so the water was kind of like islands so when you're looking at a full-ass coast you've got this full-ass coast it's like let's pull all the water from this coast when you go to this deep ass ocean between each of the the things it's like pull the water and it's like okay there's no actual water there, there's so much actual water to pull and so the maldives uh were more unscathed than sri lanka but the maldives are only at like seven feet above sea level uh, yes exactly so they had some some shit some in some places um, after the tsunami, there was uh, some concern that the country might be completely submerged entirely and become an inhabitable, but that was untrue. Local footage recorded uh, showed the tsunami flooding the streets up to knee level in uh, in the cities, uh, while other videos taken at the beach showed the tsunami slowly flooding and gradually surging the island. There was not like a massive like drawback and and destruction of the city, which is good, or of the all of them um of the islands uh so me in myanmar the tsunami caused only moderate damage which arrived between 2 to 5.5 hours after the earthquake largely unaffected with 71 casualties the tsunami traveled 5 oh i'm sorry 3100 miles across west across the open ocean before striking the eastern african country of somalia around 200 somalia okay uh, around 289 fatalities were reported in the horn of africa drowned by four tsunami waves the tsunami was detected in southern parts of east africa where rough seas were reported officially on the eastern and southern coast that face the indian ocean a few other african countries also recorded fatalities one in kenya three in say say Seychelles? Seychelles? Yeah, there you go. Uh, I practiced it. I did not say it correctly. Uh, ten in Tanzania, and then uh, also... It's South- Tanzania. Oh, my God. Tanzania and South Africa. I've been to South Africa. You can't tell me that the South Africa It's Tanzania. Uh, where two were killed as a direct result of the tsunami and furthest from the epicenter. So tidal surges also occurred along the West Australian coast and lasted for several hours, resulting in boats losing their mooring and two people needing to be rescued. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, a total of 227,890 sorry, 227,898 people died. Oof. So measured, yeah, measured in lives lost. This is one of the ten worth. I'm sorry, 10 worst earthquakes in recorded history. Currently ranks as number five. Can you believe that? Yeah, no. What's number uh, one? It was a. I have it open. Did I have it open? I had it open. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Let me just like scroll. Just. Don't do that. It was a. Amimis? Amimis. Where's the link? There we go. It's purple. I clicked on it already. Purple. Uh, it was in Shaanxi, China in uh, 1556, where an estimated almost a million people died. 
a million people died in the 1500s. Uh, number two was the Tongshan earthquake in uh, Hebei, China, which was in 1976. That was almost 700,000 people that died. Um, 1920 was the Ningxia, Gansu, China. There were 273 people died. Uh, and then there was estimated estimated death toll of the Antioch uh, Byzantine Empire in 526 AD, where estimated 250,000 people died. So we're in fifth place here with this uh, with this earthquake. Just letting you know, you know. Um, measured in lives lost is one of the... Oh, I said that. No, I didn't. Yes, I did. Uh, as well as the worst, single worst tsunami in history. Indonesia was the worst affected area with the most death toll estimates around 170,000. Uh, relief agencies reported that one third of the dead appeared to be children. Mm. One third. One third of that is that's almost a, a fucking 100,000 people. Uh, this was a result of the high proportion of children in the populations of the affected regions. Uh, because children were the least able to resist being overcome by surging waters. There was not a number or estimated provided for how much this disaster cost monetarily. Um, it actually talked about uh, there being a boom in certain industries afterwards. So like the fishing industry, I hate that I'm saying this, but there were industries that did not have enough people to serve them, such as the fishing industry that... They were able to just, well, I have my boat still. I'm going to go give you some fish. So they were able to charge a large amount of money for fish because no one else was getting them fish. Ew. Because everyone else was dead. Like, so they didn't give, they didn't give me a, a U.S. monetary standard. They didn't give me any monetary standard that I could attempt to translate because it affected so many countries across so many places. Uh, and also, I feel like Looking from a, a different perspective, it does seem like a lot of these were, were fishing villages. So a lot of people, like, these places were what these... Um, subsistence. The, it was subsistence uh, living. So these, these people that were gone were just like, we're just trying to live from day to day, just eating fish, you know? Or it was people who were, you know, trying to have fish, trying to sell fish, and the interactions... With people were not, they 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 didn't exist to other people, you know. So th that's what also makes me sad about this death toll because it's like I feel like there's a death toll that a lot of people are not understanding because in the the countries that were affected, affected there may not have been um, <laughs> a knowledge of uh, who's missing. If that makes any sense, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. This is just my, I guess, privileged, like, white man standard saying, like... You are white. I am. I'm quite white. Uh, but, like, just saying, like, as a... I don't know. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. But, regardless. Um, so, nations all over the world provided about uh, $14 billion dollars in U.S. dollars in aid for damaged regions. Uh, the World Food Program provided about uh, 1.3 million 
people and provided food for about 1.3 million people affected by the tsunami. Uh, so, I mean, I'm at the end of what I've got. I, there, there was other a lot of other effects because those uh, environmental effects, economic effects. There was um, people made peace with each other because of this fucking tsunami. The countries made peace with each other. So there is a there's a lot of things that happened just because of this fucking tsunami. Um, and it, it uprooted and destroyed um, hundreds of thousands of millions of people's lives. So uh, uh, there was a huge fear that the, the death toll was going to rapidly increase because of it's in a tropical zone. Uh, so you've got uh, bacteria and viruses that just are doing their fucking thing. Like, uh, what is this blur on a Friday night? Exactly. You just got a bunch of dirty water in your city because the it flooded over the sewage, and so you know I got everyone's poop and pee in the water. Just go ahead and give you uh, whatever disease we fucking feel like. Um, and <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, so there, there was a lot of fear of that. So then uh, international aid was like. Let's go ahead and figure this out real fucking fast so we can get this going. And I remember that the organization that I was in, we had a financial drive. And I'm not not trying to be like, ooh, look at me. I'm doing my thing. I'm trying to just let you know that the, the speed of like what people's financial aid in the United States was. Because we had a drive while people were on break that said, let's fucking figure something out. No, this is 2004. What am I thinking of? Oh, it was a Japan tsunami relief. Anyways. That's a different story. Oh, so this is totally unrelated. It's different. It's different. But. Wow. No, I'm not, not going to talk about it. Never mind. That's not important because that was 2004. I remember where I was when this happened. I was at a funeral. <laughs> That's bad. When I heard it was happening, it was the day after Christmas. I was at a funeral. Anyways, that's not important. Funeral after Christmas. Uh, well, she died before that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this is weird. Even more reason to reschedule. Okay, well, Christmas how do you reschedule day. a funeral? An open wake funeral. I don't want you to celebrate. Come on, Christmas yeah. Day. Okay. Now. <laughs> now. Oh, my God. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, that this, this whole thing, like, we don't know how much it actually costs because a lot of these countries didn't have any monetary uh Measurements. Measurement. I was, thank you for using the word uh, because I was going to say value uh, to the people that were used on the coastlines, which were the ones that were most largely affected. So we don't know how much this costs. So I, I can't give you a, 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 a monetary, monetary value. value of what happened, but I can tell you that 227,895 people are dead, according to the death toll, uh, the official death toll from the tsunami. So it's the which is usually incorrect yes exactly so because there are a lot of people who die after the fact and like that was a case and we saw it here in houston in a what is considered a uh westernized country first world country for, yeah for what i think that that's apparently also a uh offensive thing i don't, I don't know what to i think it's called mostly developed countries so let me look it up hold on modernized Listen, real quick. I close it out. But it's like it's basically like mostly like developed countries or something along those lines. I'm like, oh, this is offensive, uh, but uh, it's less offensive than 
calling them first world versus third world countries. Um, so, uh, yeah, other less modernized countries. Is that better? Yes. Yeah. I don't yeah. even like using westernized. I don't like. I don't like that. Uh, anyways, so that's what happened. Wow. And that's uh, that's it. Awful. It's awful. Terrible. Uh, I felt like scaring you. Uh, if something like that happened, Galveston would be gone. Gone. Because uh, Haiti is not that far off. The, it's like what three hundred something. It's probably more than that. But like several miles off the coast of uh, Galveston. So something like that happened in the Caribbean plate. Then because uh, the Caribbean plate. Here's here's some plate tectonics for you. This kind of I don't need to see. This kind of outlines everything. Need to. Uh, so Caribbean plate is right here. Caribbean plate does anything crazy. You know that all goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I, so I, I need this, to talk this about, black dot I, I need is, to talk about my, this black dot was where, uh, where it happened. The most, the black dots are the most recent, within the past, past hundred years, the biggest, uh, earthquakes. Oh. You know? So, if you got scared because, uh, Spencer let me talk about, uh, the scariest things that he likes to talk about, then, uh. You know, my favorite part about you talking about the things that actually scare me is they run out. What do you mean they run out? You can't talk about tsunamis forever. There's only oh, so bitch, many. Oh, bitch, I can. There are a People lot of People be murdered things. every day, girl. Yeah, I know they do. And also, a lot of strangers come to your house and kill you. Strangers. strangers. Whoa, whoa. Uh, but also, natural disasters do not stop. That's what I love about natural disasters. They don't. They don't. That you can't say like, hey. You scared me. Don't do that. Don't do it. I can. So I've got a lot to talk about, okay? I'll bring it up mm. like mm, once a month. Let's mm. see what happens. Because mm. mm. this whole podcast was that you wanted to scare me. Are you and Are you entertained? Now I have just gotten used to the anxiety constantly. So I'm just like. That's why you woke up at 3 in the morning. I was with like, my neck oh, oh, John Casey. What? My neck. My, my, my back. Like Murdering foot. children. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. My neck. Don't my do it. back. <laughs> oh, 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 owl in the stairway. Oh. <sighs> almost got me. Almost got me. <laughs> Witches. Oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. It happened again. Anyways. <laughs> let me tell you about my story, girl. Okay. Let's get into it. Wait, uh, how long did I talk? It was seven for pages. a fucking hour I know, and I talked a, a long minutes. period of time. I feel like an hour and 50 minutes? Yes. 15 or 50? 50. Oh, I love that. Go for it. Why did you cut so, me off? When because you, were like, you don't fucking stop talking. <laughs> you cut me off enough that you could be like, hey, you're going over your time. No. Um, <laughs> so I want to talk about Christmas. Ooh. Christmas. I'm talking about Boxing Day. This is Christmas Eve. So oh, I'm talking about uh, the day before Christmas. Ooh. Uh, um, Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was that long. Why did you cut me off? Because you're stupid. Okay. No. Well, you're yeah, my but... friend, and I appreciate you. Mm. Do you? Oh, sorry. <laughs> just like caught in my throat a little bit. Thomas is like. <laughs> Thomas went upstairs and was like, "He's lying to that man again." He's lying. Uh, that was just one story. I'm sorry. Well, wait. Hour not, and fifty so. plus the twenty-five minutes. That's only an hour and twenty-five minutes. It's not too wild. Um, a long fucking time. How <laughs> many pages long. was that? Seven. Okay. But we also talked about a, a lot. That's easy. Yeah, we talked a lot. 
Um, so I'm going to talk about Christmas Eve of 1945. Ooh. Uh, so the Sodder family of Fayetteville, West Virginia, uh, except for one of the sons who was away in the army, um, were enjoying the holidays at home with their parents. Oh, I love that. Um, George and Jenny. This is this is after World War Two ended. Just, just like just like six months. Yeah, like less the sons on the way home. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like you're coming from Japan. Come on over. So the children go to bed, and uh, Maurice fourteen, Martha twelve, Louis ten, Jenny eight, and Betty six asked for special permission to stay up later. Oh. Um, Jenny told them that they could stay up a little while, but they had to remember to take care, put the animals to bed, um, turn out the lights and close the curtains, lock the front door, and then go to bed. George and Jenny and the four of their other children um, went to bed with the eldest daughter falling asleep on the couch. Uh, Later in the early hours of the 25th, the phone rang. This is like 11 Early morning. Oh. Yeah. It said early hours of the next day. Yeah. Assume like one or two. No, uh, le- early for 1945. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to yeah, do we, that for me at least? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jenny left the first floor bedroom that she shared with her her husband and the baby and went to the hall to answer the phone. Um, and I could not imagine somebody answering the phone in 1945 at 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. Uh, bitch, when I was younger. Give me a hand. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, my mom would hear the phone ring, and she would say, uh, it's past 8 p.m. Absolutely not. So, the fact that it's 1945, no. I feel like my mom would have been like, um, we're gonna, we're gonna take the phone off, off the hook. Actually, get it in. Kathy does not play. Anything past 6 o'clock, when, when my family, we used to sit down for dinner at 6.30 every single night. Uh, anything past 6.30, uh, if the phone rang, she was like, it's spam. There's no point in someone calling me. So that was when, when working at, uh, the last company that we worked at, and when they were like, oh, you Brandon, call, was like, call somebody at 9 p.m. Call someone at dinner. It's like, no, no, no. If I'm eating dinner and you call me, I absolutely am not calling you back. You call me in the middle of the day, you leave a message and let me know, and then that's when I call you back. That's what my parents always trained me on. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, so the phone rang, and Jenny went to answer the phone. Um, the woman on the other end of the line sounded like there were uh, a lot of people around her when she was on the phone. Um, and they asked for somebody that Jenny was not aware of um wrong number bye yeah so jenny assumed it was a wrong oh my god how did you not spill that i don't know i'm impressed wow <laughs> that was an accident but you're gonna spill it when you pick it up probably um just like face palm. <laughs> so the woman so jenny said you have the wrong number the woman laughed and hung up now this is gonna be a stranger situation isn't it pretty close uh oh, the boy. 1940s version of a stranger's um so she was like, what the fuck? Uh, and then okay, bye. she was like, okay. And then went back to bed. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. She was like, uh, hello? Oh. Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I don't know how. I yeah, I'm sorry. This. I gave you more because I felt like I needed to give you more. Cheers. We don't move it too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too much. Wops. It's a good job, though. It's a good, good mm. quality shot. 
All right. All right. It's okay. It's only, what, 9.30? Yeah. 9.30. We're okay. We got time to enjoy. We'll get you out of here quick. Yeah. Just (laughs) right out so I can work overtime in the morning. Um, So all the lights were on in her house at at this phone call. And she was like, what the fuck? Um, So... The drapes were open and the front door was unlocked. So she she assumed that all the kids who stayed up had just forgotten to do all. Wait, things. who the fuck's calling her at that point then? Nobody knows. Because no, what I'm saying is that they didn't have mobile phones. They were just like, let me call Kathy over here. It's like you know, just it's a on. landline. They had to call from a landline. Yep. And I don't think that they had mobile phone like mobile. Uh, um, it was probably a party line. Exactly. But also, what I'm trying to say, like call, calling from. Who, whoever was calling from, they weren't at a gas station. I don't think gas station like had lines that was like, you know, go ahead and call. They were calling from a house. Or uh, they might have had pay phones back then. Did they have? No, phones? no, no. I don't but think you they had would, I mean, back you then. could go to a gas station and say, "Can you make a call for me?" And they'd say, "When we get around to it, we'll place the call." Yes, but also I because the like... switchboard operator would have to call umpteen switch operators and say i need to be connected to to this person kansas i need to be connected to trenton new jersey i need to be connected to unless it was Boston. a low i mean it obviously probably it was local. a local call which means they only had to hit one switchboard but like girl you're looking at a lot of of movement here to find out and also a lot of pay i don't know what it costs to do this it's also know. west virginia i don't care Anyways, so even worse, phones are not common there, in my opinion, because I I talked to people who lived in the fifties and sixties who had party lines. This is in the forties. If you're in West Virginia, you probably didn't have a fucking phone to begin with. You had a party line. Mm-hmm. In the country. In the Fayetteville? country. I don't know. I'm just um, throwing my my two cents out there. So she closed up the house and returned to the bedroom. Uh, she was falling back asleep when she heard an object landing on the roof. And then rolling down along the side of the house. Uh, and then she smelled smoke. Oh, boy. Uh, it was approximately 1.30 on Christmas Day. She shook George awake and ran to the the bed, the bed door of the bedroom. Um, the hallway, filled with smoke and flames, covered the stairwell leading to the children's bedroom. <laughs> George and Jenny shouted up the stairs for everyone to get out of the house. Once out the front door, a head couch showed that only five children, uh, the, the five children that had stayed up late, were missing. Uh-huh. Um, the flames grew quickly and blocked George from getting back into the house to find the other children. Um, the only way to get the children out would be to get them through a window on the second floor. He raced around the side of the house where a ladder, he had always kept his ladder on the side of the house. <clears throat> no ladder. Oh, it's gone. Ladder's gone. Love that. Um, panicking, George said... Th- you know, let me move one of these trucks. He had a couple farm vehicles. Let me move that uh, up alongside the house and I can get into the second floor. Um, none of the cars started. I was going to say, they probably got the lines or they took the keys. Because back in the day, when, I, when I've been alive, my uncle, not uncle, grandfather out in the country used to leave his keys in the fucking truck. Someone could have gotten in at any point. Because the gate was one of those, like, just flipped a little latch. He could have just gotten in and took in his truck. Well, people weren't, weren't worried about that. They, Who the fuck is coming out here? 
Who, we're in the middle of the country. Who's going to come out here and take my fucking car? Nobody. Um, so, uh, yeah. Um, the, the cars had worked perfectly the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, so George, Jenny, and the four children who had managed to flee the house uh, just watched the, the fire consume the house. Um, the, the house was in ashes in, in an hour. So there was nothing left um, but the basement. Um, So the fire chief could not drive the fire truck because it was a holiday and it wasn't until 8 a.m. Seven hours Mm -hmm. after the fire had occurred and had burned itself out that the fire truck actually came. Uh, Police allowed the firemen to, uh, on the scene, and did an investigation the coroner was consulted, and it was determined that the five children had un- undoubtedly perished in the fire uh, that had been caused uh, by faulty wiring. Oh, faulty wiring. Um, George and Jenny were not satisfied with the explanation. They wanted an in-depth a- a- investigation and uh, to explain how uh, the faulty wiring could have caused the fire when several lights were working perfectly during the actual fire. That's true. Um, the suspected that they were uh there was more to be uncovered and they were demanding answers from the uh first responders the answers started trickling in and george and jenny's uh suspicions were supported Uh, so there were no human remains found anywhere in the rubble which is uh already red flag right there because bones five people should be dead yeah don't they don't burn as fast as the house does yeah bones don't burn at all corpses are like there Mm -hmm. still um so there were no bones and, and nobody noticed the smell of burning flesh during the fire or afterwards sifting through the ashes no no skeletons were found uh jenny would find out from a crematorium that it took at least two hours uh, at a temperature much higher than that of a house fire for a skeleton to disintegrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fire at the solder home burned for less than an hour and should have been five skeletons. Um, it didn't make sense. George and Jenny began collecting bits of strange evidence pointed away from the explanations that the authorities gave them. Um, they came across a bus driver who stated that he had seen what he described as fireballs being thrown at the roof of the house. Witches. No. I don't. I don't know. Maybe mob stuff. I'm thinking. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, a woman somewhat familiar with the Sauter family stated that uh, she clearly saw five children go by in a strange car while the fire was still going. Um, a dry a, a diner fifty miles from Fayetteville, a waitress would say that she had served breakfast of five children on christmas morning Mm. but she couldn't recall if there were any adults as word spread so that makes me wonder like oh go inside and here's your your cost don't do anything crazy eat some food it doesn't matter yeah (laughs) i don't know um so the word spread and uh people showed the photographs of the children in, in in the areas around and a woman saw, said that she saw four of the children in the uh, company of four adults at a hotel in South Carolina. Mm. A couple states away. 
But this is also he said he said she said. Kind it's of thing. all he said she exactly. said. Exactly. Uh, so these these clues gave uh, George and Jenny hopes and caused them to pursue their own investigations and forensic experiments. Jenny burned chicken bones in an oven to see if they would be completely destroyed in a, by the fire in 45 minutes. The bones remained intact. George uh, saw heard of another house that was burned down nearby um, and clearly featured complete skeletons among the debris. The, the debris. Um, so with these facts, George and Jenny went back to the police and demanded to have further fire, uh, further investigations, but the police refused. Oh, bad. It's like, hey, we just did science in front of your fucking eyes. We burned bones for this long, and the bones are much thinner than human bones, and there's nothing. It, it, it didn't happen. Uh, we also saw this fire where someone fucking died, and, like, the, the fire didn't do anything. Like... So, um, they, uh, they would dig through the ruins of their own house looking for clues. Um, eventually there was a, fir- a trace of evidence, a few bones of what seemed to be, um, inner organs. Um, the test shows that the organ was a cow's liver and that the bones came back from a person older than any of the five children. Um, so there was uh, no exposure to fire on any of those. So they just throw bones down there, or it was like leftover from a house that was built on top of property? I mean, apparently a cow was buried underneath their house. Yes, yeah. Um, so George and Jenny would not relent. Uh, they erected billboards near the site of their home, which featured the five children's photos and announced a $10,000 bond or reward for return of the children whom they have now thoroughly believed to be alive and taken from the house while the house was on fire set to cover up the tracks of the abduction. $10,000 at the time? $10,000 at the time. I feel like that's a lot of money now. Let me go look for us. $10,000 in the 1940s is... I've, uh... Oops. Millions of dollars? No? <laughs> I feel like it's probably millions of dollars now. Okay. Not cheap. 47. $116,000. That's a lot of fucking money. It really, oh, sorry. really is. Yeah. Um, shit. Uh... <laughs> Uh, so, um, yeah, um, the, the, uh, time had passed. George and Jenny and their surviving children continued their lives. Uh, in 1968, 23 years after the fire, Jenny got an envelope in the mail. It had been mailed from a city in Kentucky. There was no return address, just a postmark. Inside this, uh, inside was a photograph of a young man. On the back was written, Louis Sauter. One of the children's names. I love Brother Frankie. I L I L boys. A nine zero one three two, or possibly A nine zero one three five. Okay. <laughs> um, authorities thought that it was some kind of cruel hoax, 
but George and Jenny thought that the photographs look exactly how Louis would have looked as an adult. There were multiple similarities. Once again, hopeful, they hired a private investigator to go by the city in Kentucky to, to track down the sender of photos and the young man himself. The investigator left West Virginia with his fee and was never heard from again. Bitch. 1968 photo was the last possible evidence that ever came to light. George would die in 1969, uh, and Jenny would die 20 years later. They never believed that their five beloved children died in the fire on Christmas Day. I don't think they died either. I don't think so either. I think that they it, there's so little information because it's the 40s, mm -hmm. one. And two... If it's, like, mob shit, no one will ever know. Mm. And three, I mean, they could not have stayed in a fire and died and no. not have bones. There's, there so would have been bones somewhere. Somebody would have had to come get them. Exactly. Um, it begs the question, well, first of all, uh, what mobs are in West Virginia? Like, I mean, it's... Right next to Virginia, which is right next to Baltimore. Yes, um, uh, but also, uh, I guess he had the Appalachians over in the the West instead. They just like become hill people instead. So so they went to Kentucky. <laughs> you just go into the the fucking mountains. Take these kids. This is what they got, you know. Um, I don't know. That's so frustrating and so sad. So it's just the parents, like, received a fucking photo. It's like, here's a kid. Yeah. Which makes me lead to believe that it's it's mob-related. Yeah. I don't know. Because nobody comes back and is like, <gasps> your kid's still alive. Then that makes me question, like, what the mom and dad were doing. They got themselves into mobs. Like. Well, it, it, it didn't give their birthplaces. Because I imagine if somebody's on the on the run from the mob, mm -hmm. West Virginia's perfect. You just go out in the middle of the fucking mountains and you're you're gone. It's not important, you know. Uh, yeah, I can believe that. Um, I don't know. I just you're you're already out in the middle of nowhere, and someone fucking found you. But also, someone found you based on a fucking telephone number, like, and they were not. I don't know. I, well, I can assume from West Virginia that in the 40s, their telephones at gas stations uh, are just not pay phones. They're not just like there. So someone's calling you from a number that is recognized. It's recognized. And they have found you through a number that is recognizable. So you moving wherever you move to is not distraction enough. To get you where you need to be, away from these people, you know? I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. Five and, children it's an is ongoing gone. investigation. I would venture to say that uh, most of the children are deceased. Oh, yeah. By now. Uh, but if you have any information. Because they would have. Please let the police know. Been what? So, so they, this was 1940s and they 1945, were, and the youngest was six. So 1945 plus. It'd be my grandmother's age. Years. Yeah. They were in the 80s. Over 80s. 
late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. That's crazy. That's wild. That's wild. It's Shit, wild. Shit's out. wild. Wait. No. It's a wild. It's unusual. No. 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 Oh my goodness. That's crazy. That's Christmas. <laughs> That's Christmas this year. You got two Christmas episodes in one. So we hope you had the. Well, well, you, you, you do it had again. Do it the, again. Hold on. You had two Christmases, but you could just listen to one. <laughs> I don't need friends. They disappoint, they disappoint me. me. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're welcome. We should wrap it up for the people because it's, it's getting. A two-hour episode. Because so, I talked for apparently an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, because so. you're fucking long-winded. That's fine. God damn. Anyways, um, shout out to our, our good girl, uh, Judy's, over at Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. Let's Talk About Gay Stuff is the podcast that brings you this week's history. Now. Today. Yeah, now. So take it. a listen. It's... Uh, Let's talk about gay stuff at let's talk about gay stuff.com. Let's talk about gay stuff on Facebook and Instagram and talk gay stuff on Twitter. Drop them an email at let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. But we'd also like to thank our sponsor, our OG sponsor. Economy Works. That's Economy Works. They are a freelance talent network that connects professionals with project work. If you're a company that needs help writing job descriptions, conducting marketing analysis, managing your social media platforms, Economy Works has an extensive talent network of freelance professionals ready to help you do more with less. Economy Works. When When we work, work, the the economy economy works. works. Find out more about EconomyWorks.com. I'm sorry, about EconomyWorks at EconomyWorks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S dot com. EconomyWorks. Yeah! They are OG sponsors here, so. We are living, living, living truly and well. Um... We you, should probably tell these well, people. You, you're talking about Ruby Podcast. Oh, we, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of drag race coming up, and my mind is just flooded with drag queens. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's so, a lot. Um, there's a lot. Am I cringing? I feel like I'm cringing. I'm happy. There's yeah. A lot. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I really am excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Um, we are here for season 13. We are here for the drag race of UK. the UK, where these queens are going to show us what they can do. So check them out. Check us out. Also, check, check them out, but out. also check us out. But mostly us. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yes, please. Yeah. So it's um, our Ruby podcast at ourrubypodcast.com, our Ruby podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And drop us an email at ourrupeepodcast at gmail.com. What? Oh, that's it. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Well, but then, look, there's us. You can, you can, he'll plug it. Because you look. You, you, you do look, it, because yeah. I don't know where I am. He's like, so we're you're sitting here at our podcast. You're already here. You made it here. I'm proud of you. So uh, you're probably listening. Listening. The T is very important in that. Um, I'm proud of you. You made it here, and I love it. You listen to two... Uh, gay boys. 
yell about a lot of things. Uh, we yelled at... Uh, um, neither of us are gay. We're both very straight. So straight, so straight. Uh, but... If you want to continue listening, please subscribe to our uh, wherever you're listening at because Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Did you know there's a thing now? Google Podcasts is different. That's I saw it on my phone. It's like, listening. oh. Anyways, Google Podcasts is separate now, uh, and I'm very excited about that. Yes, I've always been listening from that platform. Well, I listen from Spotify, so... Uh, well, it's not as good, so... Not SoundCloud. Don't listen to SoundCloud, because we only have five hours of content on there, so... <laughs> yeah. So you'll be very behind. Uh, but our podcast at rspoopodcast.com, our podcast on Instagram, Instagram. Our, our Spoopy, spoopy on, on Twitter, and Our Spoop on, on Facebook. Yeah, we're done here. We're done. We're really done. I, I've talked enough on this podcast because yeah, apparently I took over this episode yeah. because I wanted to scare you. It's fine. So, Shut the fuck up and get spooky with, with it. it. <laughs>